Welcome back to another episode here at BGS Podcast, Black Girl Service. I am your host, Shayna Kalman, a.k.a. Shay Kells. On this very special episode, I have a guest, my friend, my longtime friend, Sharnice Imani Chappelle. Clap it up. The government, man, the government. <laughs> the government. Introduce yourself. As y'all heard her say, my name is Sharnice I. Chappelle. Hey, Sharnice Humani. Yes, it's me. So tell them, tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, I myself am a student here at Virginia State University, junior business management major. I am from Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to all my New Yorkers. Big Bed Stuy. That's, that's where I'm from. Yeah. That's what you have to tell them? I'm single, but I'm not looking. But if you want to text me, hey. Nah, let me stop. Okay. Anyways, so today on this podcast, our topic is minding my blackness. So my definition of minding my blackness is staying true to myself and being proud of who I am and just minding my own business and being true to myself. What does minding my blackness mean to you, Shar? Agree with what you said. Minding my blackness is just literally minding my own business, minding the business that pays me getting the bag you know, not being in anybody else's business because I don't got nothing to do with me. Whatever got to do with me, focus on me. That's on what period? Per. So, um, our first topic, our first little topic is going to be about stereotypes about black women. So, do you want to go first? Annoying, which I'm not. We always got an attitude, apparently. Attitudes, it's never that attitude. It's that we're just very... Be strong on what we believe on. Strong-minded, I guess you can say the word is. You know, I'm a stick beside whatever I do, and I'm going to make my make sure my voice is heard, my opinions are heard if you don't like it. I don't know what to tell you, but you're going to hear me. Like, I'm going to make it be known. If you have a problem with that, that's okay. But and just stay in our ground. my voice. And stay in our ground. Well, stereotypes about black women that we're angry, we're out of control, we're ghetto, we're ratchet, we're too loud. Like, mm. and we can't even, and it's crazy because, like, we can't even wear our natural hair to the work for, to the workplace without being um, oh, dehumanized. You didn't, you didn't want to go do your hair, um, you didn't do your hair today, why you didn't go to your hair salon? Um, I did my hair. Exactly. Like, it's, it's natural. I did my hair. And it's like, why should we have to permit ourselves to be whitewashed almost to wear wigs? I mean, nothing wrong with wigs. I love me a good bust down. Wigs, you know. I love me a good bust down, 30 inch, middle part, edges swoop to the gods. Somebody but we got two hours to be doing natural yeah. hair all the time. So I'm and, stop But sometimes wig. when we want to wear our natural hair, it's always like, oh, like, oh, this is your real hair? Like, yeah. And it's it's crazy that some people don't believe that black girls can grow long hair. Mm. What? Are you crazy? That's your hair? Uh, yeah. And they always want to always want to touch, touch, touch. No, don't you touch. cannot touch my crown. You cannot touch my crown. Stop touching it. And it's just and it's crazy that we have to make a law, a crown act law, just to for us black women to wear our natural hair to the workforce. And it's crazy that even almost a year ago, I think it was two years ago or a year ago, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, there was a black woman that was trying to join the army, but she has dreads, 
and they made her cut her dreads off. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, she had to cut her dreads off. What state was that in? I don't even remember. That's like, scary. cutting your dreads off, like, dreads, locks, I'm sorry, but imagine just cutting your locks off, and you took years yeah, to grow that. time. Years. That's a lot of work. And it's crazy that even, too, like, when now the Olympics... We couldn't even wear swimming caps over our afros, like, um, and they want to disqualify people for. I'm sorry, we can't be braining our hair all the time. Like swimming caps, so, my afro ain't gonna stop you from um swimming. For my for my knowledge, I thought swimmers were always supposed to wear swimming caps. That's what when I'm saying. I was in swim class. I wore swimming caps. I so, did too. So it's like, what's when the problem? Was that ever an issue? Like, what's the problem? My hair can't fit in a swimming cap because best believe it surely can, and if it can, I'm gonna make it fit. Exactly. And I don't know if you guys out there follow my Instagram. I did share a post about this black woman, this black teenager who was in the Olympics this um, past two weeks, I, I believe. She couldn't um, participate in the in the sport before she even took her um, her beads out, her um, braids. She had to take her beads out because it was quote unquote distracting everyone. That's why I don't like. And and it's crazy because I had that in my middle school. I don't know. Um, when I went to, when I was in my middle school, shout out to people who went to St. Mark's Day, um, St. Mark's Day school, you know, shout out to that. But, <laughs> um, I remember I went to school with Bantu Knots one day and everybody was like, oh my God, Shayna, your hair looks so cute. Next day I, I unraveled them and I get called to the principal office because my hair is a distraction. I was hearing the distraction though. That's the. That's point. what I'm saying. So like, I got told my hair was a distraction. What is my thing is though, why they pay attention to my hair? Cause my crown looks beautiful. I know it do. And I remember my principal called my mother all the way from Manhattan to tell her that her child hair is distracting the class. My mom got so mad. She had to leave work to come down because I had to get, I got detention. For hair? For hair. My mom came down from Manhattan and was like cursing up a storm. Like, what is going on? Why is my child being is in detention for her hair? It's not a distraction. And the thing, my mom's the one that took my hair out for me. She's the one that picked it out and make it look nice for me. So it's like... And you expect me to put all of that in a ponytail? Oh, please. But it's good now. Like, as the years go by, everybody's, like, accepting natural hair more. And if wearing it out and everything, all the girls want to be natural, this and that. So it's good that everybody's, like, accept, accepting their natural hair and, like, their hair in the state as it is now. Like, shout out to all the natural girls. Yeah, Shout out to all the natural girls. It's fun, but it's not always fun. It's a lot of work. So, work and products. Shout out and to I, us. Products, hair products. They're not. They're cheap. not cheap. Nice. They're not cheap. So that's what I'm telling you. The one way to win a, a, a woman's heart, a black woman's heart, buy her some natural hair products. I like Miel, you know, Camille Rose. Buy her some Miel, black Camille owned. Rose. Not no Cantu, not no uh, cream of nature. No. That's not black owned. Give me some Miel and Camille Rose. Okay? I want all of the products from the. Leave-in conditioner to the shampoo, conditioner, and the twist out. I want, I want all the lines. Yup. I want all of them. I want all of them. That's what leads into our next topic, which is boundaries for us black women. 
So I'm going to go first. So boundaries for me as a black woman is just don't test my patience. I I certainly, I feel like I moved past a certain phase in my life where I'm not angry at everyone and I always want to fight everyone. That um, mm. mm. <laughs> I always want to fight everyone. And I feel like I've grown to this peaceful yet person who's just like, let me just walk away. Let me just walk away and be the bigger person. Because I know if I even put my energy into this, it's not going to be a pretty outcome. And only but only me can be put out that situation. Mm-hmm. Only me could dig myself up out that hole because I'm the one that put myself in that hole. Wait, is it really ever worth fighting? It's really not. It's like, really not. It's really not. But, you know, I feel like us as women, we always have to stand our ground 24-7. And it's like, why do I have to tell you to respect my space, respect me? Why do I have to tell you to respect me and and without... Because I feel like if you're disrespecting me, you're disrespecting your mother, truthfully. You're disrespecting respecting yourself because it shows you don't have respect for females. And half of these males don't like... I'm not going to say all of y'all. Shout out to the black males, though. But half black of these kings. males... Right, shout out to the black kings. But half of these males don't even respect themselves. So, mm-hmm. and I don't know how y'all, fem- like, women expect these males to be respecting you if they don't respect themselves. themselves. Like, if, I know there's some women out there that go out with these type of men that have no goals in life, no type Running of, the street, no type of sense of urgency with their life, no goals, no nothing. And no job. Like, and they be saying, like, that's my man, my man, my man, my man. And I'm going to stick beside him. No. Oh, no. I, Get up. <laughs> stand up. <laughs> so I feel as though, like, as, as yes, as an independent woman as myself and as an independent woman as Sharnice is, I feel as though having a man beside us or whatever should be an addition, not a, not, not a needy thing, but mm-hmm. an addition. I feel as though if I'm doing great in my life, you should be doing great, too. I mean, granted, everybody don't have the same career path. Everybody can get how we get and and move how you move. Like, cool, I'm going to still support you. But if you can't get on your feet at a certain time, it's like, what are you doing? What are we doing? You have to be there. Be there together. Like, have your own personality, your own individuality. But grow individual, but grow together as well. Exactly. If... One person is growing and the other person is stuck in the same place. It's like, what are we doing? Like, help me help you. For real. Help me help you. But what's your boundaries as a black woman? Like you said, space. Like, when it comes to relationships or maybe friendships, if I'm not, you know, looking to make new friends or looking to get in a new relationship, I would want you to respect that and wait until I feel... Like, I want to do so. Like, I'm open and I'm ready for it. If I'm not, just chill out. Back exactly. up. Give me my time. Give me my space. Let me get my thoughts together. Let me work on myself until I feel like I'm ready to do so. Exactly. And I feel like another boundary of mine, I don't know how I touched on it, but another boundary of mine, I I don't know. It's an everywhere thing, but it's mostly New York. I don't like when you males try to talk to us cat call us call oh my god cat call in the street and then try I mean, to grab our hands not even a boundary for me. that's a pet like peeve. i don't i don't i don't oh. it makes my skin crawl i don't like it 
Especially when it comes from older men. Older men. People that could be my father's age. Men that stand in front of the projects. Or in front of the corner store. Like, what is your 50 philosophy behind being out here in front of the corner store? Don't you got two mouths to feed at home? Why are you here in my face? Ask me how's how's my day, where I'm going. Why you want to know? Why you want to know? No, sir. I'm not inter- interested. Leave me alone. Like now, if I tell you I'm on my way to the loony bin, you can be. Bin. You don't want to be um, messing with me now, cause I'm crazy. Catcalling is not even a way to get a female's attention. It's really not. Maybe a female that like be on the streets like you, maybe you could get her attention. But me, respectfully, me and Shayna, that's not. Mm-mm. That's not me. That's it's not like, how it go. That's not how it's gonna work. Like I and I and it's, and it it be crazy that when y'all males don't like. When y'all males don't like get the satisfaction from us, or y'all get rejected, y'all be hurt. Mad. Oh, f you then. Da 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 da. Like, was it? It's other fish in the sea. Why you so mad? Go fish somebody else. Don't like fish y'all me. be butt hurt to like, the core. Like it was never that serious. This world got a trillion, a trillion of other fishes. You like can, you, you can go to any other state, any other country. You, you can find whatever you want, but it ain't just gonna be really. us. It ain't gonna be me. You don't gotta be so of it because I dubbed you. Keep it moving. And I feel like some males, like some males, they do take the rejection like, oh, okay, my fault. You know, mm-hmm. I, I respect my, I, I respect your boundaries. And I like that. Respect the boundaries. Because if I tell you, if you ask me, oh, how you doing, beautiful? I'd be like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And keep it pushing. Keep it and you still harassing me? I'm gonna tell you about yourself. I'm gonna be like, okay, sir, can you leave me alone? Like, I just told you I'm fine. I, I'm ignoring you now. Why you keep talking to me? Team, leave At me point, alone. I just, I just learned to ignore them. Like, I hear them, but I act like I don't hear them. And they be so butthurt when you don't listen to them. Be like, oh, you don't hear me talking you to you? Me. I no. know you hear me. I know you hear, no, I don't. I don't hear you, and I don't want to. I don't hear you, and I don't want to hear you. I don't care for it. Bye. Like, yo, ma, yo, ma. I'm not your like, mom. I'm not your mother. I didn't birth you. Bye. I didn't carry you for nine months. No. Like, that is just so unattractive. Like, you standing on the street. Trying to pick up a female, that's what you do all day? Sure. Like, and that, this this is a great transition to lead into my next topic. Situations we came across as black women. You want to go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with it. So, situations I came, we came across, I, I came across as a black woman. Uh, just Thanks. being told that I'm pretty for a brown girl, for a black girl. What does that mean? Maybe I'm tripping. What does that mean? I feel like we all beautiful, all shapes and sizes. beautiful in their own way, so. And I don't like sometimes when, you know, you guys break up in a relationship, cool. And then you say, that's why my ex was like this. So why are you not with her? Mm. Why are you not with her then? And I don't like when some males just put down us black women to uplift another race. I'm sorry. You're talking about your, your, you know, black relatives. Yeah, like sisters. So it's like, so it's like, if you're talking down on me, you talking about your mom, your your um your grandma, your aunties, godmothers, like nieces, cousins and stuff. You're talking about all of them. So. 
Not only are you hurt, you I mean, you ain't hurting my feelings because I know I'm beautiful inside mm-hmm. and out. So whatever you say ain't going to affect me. But you hurting your mother. Your mother. You calling your mother ugly. You calling your grandma ugly. I'm pretty sure your mother she is beautiful. She carried you for nine months. She, she birthed you. And you she gave you life. And talking about her like that. Mm, the disrespect some of you men have. Some of you. Not Don't. all of you. Not all of you. Because some of you are really real. Really, really respectful. And I love y'all for that. Exactly. Shout out to the black kings. Shout but out to the black kings. The dis- disrespectful ones, they need a lesson. Mm. A real lesson. Say what you, what situations you came across. Situations. Hmm. I'm really not one that goes for the BS. So, and like, I don't tolerate anything, so I don't really think I've been in, like, too many situations because I don't pay people any mind. So that would be a hard question for me. That's a tough question for me. I would have to think on that as time passes, as time goes. Because it's like, Shanice don't mess with nobody. Shanice, <laughs> like, I just don't have the time, the patience, the energy. So it's like. Why even put that energy into yeah. that? Why even put forth into that? And that what leads me to our next our next little subline, our next subtopic. Empowering moments as black people. So you wanna go first? You can go ahead. I love how now as time progresses, shall I say, women are start to just becoming their own their own bosses, owning their own businesses. Just being out there more instead of being like housewives mm-hmm. instead of being in the house all the time doing everything for a man they're doing everything for themselves like men can cook men can clean themselves why do we have to do that for them so i'm just loving how we're putting our foot out the door like and just going after everything we want that's truly it's amazing to see and it's inspiring because like you could really put anything you could do anything you put your mind to just have to go after it and just have that confidence and just be strong exactly and i'm it's just like what to um um relay back on to what shani said it is amazing to see us black women standing up for ourselves and really taking charge even like this past i want to say couple of days weeks went by um we had our very first own kantaji brown jackson our first black Supreme Court judge, a woman at that, a first black woman coming to the Supreme Court. That girl power. Shout out to her. Like, I'm telling y'all, we are coming up in the ranks. And it's very, it was very empowering to watch her stand up to all those white politicians and just really be about and really stand grounded mm-hmm. and not really go beat around a bush about the questions that, that was thrown at her. And she really held her ground, really held her own. And don't forget, we have a very first own, well, very first own black vice president. Mm. Very own vice black. HBCU alumni. <laughs> exactly. Mm. And she's, and don't forget, she's part of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Okay, shout out to the AKAs. And we had our very first own black president. And our very first own black first lady. Shout out to Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. That's my sis. Like... We have empowering people each and every day. And don't forget, y'all, we had back-to-back Miss USA winners. Mm-hmm. And they were all black. We had Miss Teen, Miss Universe, and we had Miss US and Miss USA. All were black. And it shows the little girls now that are growing up, like, anything is possible. Oh, my God. I'm black, so I can do anything, like, 
in a way it says like no matter what your skin color is you can do it and this is good for them to like go out there and have those examples because now when you go in stores you have all the you know black girl dolls growing up we didn't really have that we had mm -hmm. not our skin color per se so just like having that now and having those examples for those little girls is just truly amazing because now like oh mommy i can be that mommy i can do that and it's like yes you can exactly and it's like us black people moving up in the ranks in our own like whether it's actors actresses or small businesses especially at hbcus like Y'all would be surprised how much HBC, how much black businesses thrive out of HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just give her her props right now. Shout out to Aaliyah Dua and the Financial Revolution. Financial Revolution. My girl is doing her thing on there. Okay, shout out to Aaliyah Dua and follow the Instagram page Financial Revolution. Okay, shout out to Yanaya for having to be in her backbone as well. So what, um, HBCU. Oh, yeah, HBC Youth with Aaliyah, Yanaya, and Donnie. Shout out to them three. Like, I be telling people, like, granted, you can get your college experience anywhere, but coming to HBCU and just be surrounded by, by your own color and being around your own people, people, you just feel like you're home. Whether you might not like the HBCU or not, it's the surrounding it who you are. a lot of joy. And it reminds you very much of a family cookout every day, okay? <laughs> cookout is crazy. <laughs> We be giving off good vibes, good vibes, from good vibes. Music, you, it's like you got the music, just partying, vibing, dancing. It's like a fashion show every day. It's always a soul show every other day. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> well, not every other day, but every other month, I would say. But it's things like that, and you see how happy the people are, how much people get together. And it's like, look at all the diversity, different people for, for different cultures, different people from different, from different states. Also, just being in this black community, you you notice the things that as um, black people, what we suffer from, and it, it just gives, it's eye-opening to see, okay, how can I fix this? How can I help this out? How can I help this person out? What can I do to shine light on this so like we can change things? Exactly. Because not everybody's walking around with a smile on their face. Or they might be walking around with a smile on their face, but really deep inside they're not okay. And you might not know that unless they act. So it's like, I feel like within the black community, mental health is like not really talked about a lot. And in a way, our generation is starting to like shine a light on that more and finding ways we can talk about our mental health, better our mental health. So that's really good just being around that in the community. Yeah, and it's crazy that us black people don't take mental health seriously. Because we're always... And it's crazy that our black males out there are really told to suck it up, that mm -hmm. they can't cry, and they have to be a man. And us women have to just suck it up and be a lady mm -hmm. and, 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 and just provide for a man. And mm -hmm. this is not the 1960s. I'm sorry I'm to sorry. break it to you. But men have emotions. They do. And one thing about me, I love a man who's going to cry in my face. <laughs> you, you sad, baby? Okay, let me let me have tears. I gotta show this. That's what I'm saying. Like, I love it. I love a man who's vocal. You know, if you're not feeling okay, let me know. We can we can exactly out, talk it out. Like communication I like is that. key. Don't hide your feelings because I'm never gonna know. You be like, I'm alright. I'm alright. No, you're not okay. 
and, and it's, not and it's crazy because like they've been installed in that into their head from young that they have to be a man but like and i feel like some of these males are starting to realize it's okay mm-hmm. to let the emotions run fly run okay. free and it's okay like i'm telling you guys you will find someone it could be a a, a female in your life or another male at that like a like one of your best buddies to let you really express yourself mm-hmm. And really let you cry on their shoulder and really express to them. It's better to release your emotions than hold them in, because the more the, the more you hold them in, the more they bottle up together, and that's and it's not gonna, good for you. And it's gonna come out at the wrong time, and you would not wrong want time, to be wrong it. place. It's just gonna break you down, and it's gonna be hard to get back up. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I tell people just just take the mental health seriously. Whether you gotta go to therapy, and and yes. I feel like a lot of people be so scared to go to therapy, girl. It's okay. Go to therapy. Let that therapist let you, let you know whether you want to talk to them or even little small tactics. Like if you want to write something down or um, right. make your own like private Instagram or make videos to yourself talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Ex- just get yourself off your chest. Or draw, dance, or drawing for a walk, something. Yeah, something. something that you feel as though will calm you down because you are helping you at the end of the day. Yeah, granted, we meet people along the way, but you were born by yourself and you're gonna die by yourself. So let's fix let's fix the internal first before we fix the outerior first. It's okay to be selfish. I always tell myself because at the end of the day, I come first. So exactly. I'm gonna be selfish for myself. Yes, I love everybody around me, my friends and my family, but I come first. So exactly. I'm gonna take my time. Exactly. I put me first. Me first. But. This was a great topic to talk about. What you thought? What you thought it, was about good. it was a great topic to talk about. Because we had a lot to say. Mm. I keep telling you, we had a lot to say. So I want to thank Sharnice for being on my podcast You're today. Welcome. For our topic, Minding My Blackness. Mind your blackness, y'all. Mind your because blackness. Because that's what we are. We are minding our own blackness. If it don't pay you, don't mind it. If it pay you, mind, mind it. it. <laughs> And that was the tea. No tea, no shade. All tea, all shade. Her. Okay. So I am your host, Shay Kells, aka Shayna Kelman. My Instagram is at Shay. It's Shay Kells. I T S H A Y K E L L Z. I T S H A Y K E L L Z. My Twitter is the same thing as well. You want to say your Instagram handle? <laughs> Shari is unactive right now on Instagram until her birthday comes up, which is in a few months. Wait, whoa. A few days. That's the Gemini. That's the Gemini. Gem season approaching. But my Instagram is the real Sharnice. That is the real C H R N I E C E. The real T H E R E A L C H R N I E C E. I think they know how to spell the real show. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta make sure. You just gotta make sure. And that closes episode here at BGS Black Girl Service. Good night, everyone. Ooh.